You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. Hello, welcome to today's Talking Taiwan podcast. Our guest today is Claire Xie. She is the operations manager of STUF, S-T-U-F. Um, hi, Claire. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Felicia. Thank you for having me. Great. So let's just, just like ju jump right into it and let everybody know what does STUF, which is an acronym, S-T-U-F, actually stand for? Yes, uh, we uh, are a non-profit organization. The full name of our organization is called STUF United Fund. And what STUF stands for is actually our original name when we were established, which is Shitai United Fund. And Shitai is a direct uh, sound translation from uh, Mandarin Chinese, which means world and Taiwan. Oh, great. And so what year was this organization established? Uh, we were established as an organization back in 2007. But our uh, full operation didn't start until 2009. So uh, we've been in existence for a few years. Great. And who founded it? Like, what was the idea behind this organization? Uh, yes, actually, we were founded by another organization called Taiwanese Chambers of Commerce of North America, which is TCCNA. It is like our mother organization. And TDCMA is a group of successful business leaders in America and in Canada, and they're all immigrants from Taiwan. Most of them came to North America at least 30 years ago, and they were all entrepreneurs who had established their business here, and now they are very successful. They, so they did uh, form this organization, TCCNA, at least 30 years ago, and it mm -hmm. is to provide a networking platform for all the Taiwanese business leaders in North America. But in 2007, the members of TCCNA feel that we should have another organization that is focused and dedicated to the charity work of the members of TCCNA. So that is why is established. Yeah, I mean, it's such a great mission. I was uh, really interested and excited when I met you and I heard about you. That's why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I understand you guys donated like 126000 mm -hmm. last year uh, for charitable causes. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. In 2013, uh, our total contribution to charity work is more than sorry, 120,000 U.S. dollars from 2009 when we started our full operation. We contributed more than 630,000 U.S. dollars to other charitable works or projects or organizations around the world. Oh, okay, right. So since you guys started giving to charitable organizations in total, you've raised over 600,000. Yeah, wow. Could you just summarize, like in your own words, what is the mission of STUFF and what does Our do? main mission is to promote charitable activities or charitable causes among the members of Taiwanese Chambers of Commerce and all the overseas Taiwanese communities. 
And we believe that a united effort can make a better impact. So in the past 30 or 40 years, overseas Taiwanese communities have always been tremendous in charitable work. Sometimes they're just doing uh, this kind of work individually. There haven't been a very strong and united effort to do this kind of work for the charitable causes uh, together. And so we think that instead of every Taiwanese community around the world doing their work themselves, we want to play the role of uh, like a supporter or a coordinator or a promoter for all the charitable causes that organized, planned, or established by the overseas Taiwanese community, and we want to support their work. So that's what our mm -hmm. mission is. Right. Now, is there any particular types of project that you focus on specifically, like education or the arts, or are there any specific areas that you are focused our on? Our focus is quite broad in a way. We are sponsoring projects in various kinds of fields, including like charity relief, disaster relief, education, culture, mm -hmm. public health, and environmental protection. We don't want to limit ourselves within just one specific field. Rather, our focus is to promote Taiwanese community, the good heart and good work mm -hmm. of Taiwanese community. So, our focus is actually the people who do all these works, but not the, the title work that they do. Right. So how do you decide what kind of projects to support or contribute to? We have several types of application process in terms of our grant-making works. And the most common kind is that any nonprofit organization can submit their proposal if they have a project or a program that they think we uh, should sponsor. And once they file their application, we will ask them to first introduce their organization background a little bit so that we can understand who they are and also how their mm -hmm. mission can help the mission of self as well. And also we ask a lot of information when we make our decision such as like, we ask their financial status in detail so that we want to make mm -hmm. sure that this is a financially healthy organization and that they right. do need a financial sponsorship. We also ask their other income resources, such as if they mm -hmm. are already receiving a lot of like grant or sponsorships from government, for example, then right. we will think, oh, maybe we don't want to focus on this organization and there are other mm -hmm. like under-sponsored organizations that we can help. And also we focus on the planning process and their estimated results of the program or their project that they are applying the grant for. So we want to make sure mm -hmm. that the money is used in a good way and also produce the best results. So that's how we uh, choose what project or work that uh, we want to donate to. Wow, that's great. It sounds like a really sound procedure, and I wouldn't expect any less, especially since uh, you guys are founded by the Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce mm -hmm. and like business people, so they're probably very savvy about this. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So could you tell me a little bit about like how you got involved with stuff and what does your job entail? What are your responsibilities? I got involved, well, through like a normal employment process. So back in like more than three years ago, three and a half years ago in 2010, staff wants to recruit an operation manager. And I just saw this message through a friend. So I applied and then I got this job over. And I'm actually the only employee right now for this organization because I think you guys know there's always very limited administrative budget for nonprofit organization, especially we are still in early stages. So we don't have too mm-hmm. much budget. So I'm the only staff. Mm-hmm. But I have a very strong board members. We have about 15 board of directors uh, who are all the mm-hmm. members of the Taiwan Chamber of Commerce. And they make mm-hmm. decisions do, during board meetings. So on the board right. meetings, they will decide the big direction strategies or the programs that we want to do. And then a major part of my job is to do the execution so that I can carry out mm-hmm. all those decisions that made by the board members. And also, because yeah, I'm the great. only staff, all the administrative stuff like accounting, financial reports, and human resource stuff that all the things that I need to handle a little bit of everything. So. <laughs> wow, that's a huge responsibility. I'm impressed. What was your background before? Kind this? of a long story, but <laughs> <laughs> right before stuff, right before this job, I was studying my graduate school at NYU at Wagner School of Public Affairs. My major mm-hmm. is nonprofit organization. Uh, so that's why mm-hmm. I want to do this. Before that, I raised and grew up in Taiwan and I studied mm-hmm. my college degree in Taiwan. My major was business administration. And then for mm-hmm. some reasons, after my first job and some personal experience, I decided to switch my career path to the nonprofit side. So it's kind of interesting right. that while back in college, I was focusing on how to make the biggest profit for a company. And then after mm-hmm. a few years, uh, when I pursue my graduate degree, um, it's like the other side. So, but actually many management stuff is has the same principle. So just that nonprofit and for-profit organization have different like bottom line and their overall mission is not the same, but. There are many principles that I learned from my college study or my past work experience before stuff. It can be applied to this job as well. That's great. So I can really see how you're such a good fit for this organization because you had both sides, the business background and the um, non-for-profit mm-hmm. um, degree. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's great. And you mentioned that you're from Taiwan. Can I ask what part of Taiwan are you from? And do you still have I'm from Taipei, there? Taipei City. And mm-hmm. that's the yeah. only other city I live besides New York. And uh, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. So my education is always somehow it's always in Taipei, and my my first uh-huh. few jobs also was located in Taipei. And also, yeah, yeah. all my family are still in Taiwan. So um, my wow. parents and my sister, so do you? Yeah. yeah, do you go back to visit often? And what do you miss? Thanks about to this Taiwan? job because my job is to attend the meetings of Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce. And uh, like mm-hmm. every year, uh, we will have at least one meeting in Taiwan. So because of this mm-hmm. job, I got the chance to go back to Taiwan like at least once a year. 
And what I miss the most, of course, my family members and my old friends from college and uh, from the past years. Mm-hmm. And also, I think everybody's the same. I miss the food the most. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Anything in particular, like uh, night market food? Yes, night market, definitely. And <laughs> like all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Your job is like very interesting. So, what would you say is the most challenging thing about Like I mentioned job? before, being the only staff or the only employee, I really need to get on a little bit of everything. So, I must be very resourceful. And also because of the limited manpower and the, uh, the budget, because we don't want to spend too much at ad- admin expenses. Right. So sometimes, like, it requires me to find another creative way to do the things that we want to do and without spending mm-hmm. too much money. So right. I've learned a lot along the way, but it's definitely rewarding. But sometimes, like, compared to the, the past, the, like I used to work for like a international big company, and if I want to do an ad, then some copywriter will do the copywriting uh, for me. But uh, this kind of right. stuff never happens uh, in a uh, nonprofit mm. organization. So uh, I have to learn it by myself, and uh, also do right. a lot of research, which takes a lot of time. But when I finish something, that is really rewarding, and I learn a lot. And the yeah, yeah. Yes, and the other kind of challenge is about the, the staff, the organization itself, because we are not like other organizations that do the rest services ourselves. We are more like a grant-making mm-hmm. organization. So sometimes this right. concept is more common for the mentoring like American society than mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. uh, Asian Americans, because people are still oh, okay. used to. Why do I need to donate money while uh, you are not doing anything? You are just transferring my donation to other organizations. <laughs> so this is kind of a new concept. To uh, It requires mm-hmm. a little bit more exp- explanation for people to understand that uh, we, we just want to help them identify better opportunities and uh, help them to do their charity work like more efficiently and better. So this is one of the major challenges for the organization. But over the years, I feel like more and more people get to know what we are trying to do and also can accept this kind of new type of charity activity more and more. Right. So like what not-for-profit organization out there would you compare stuff Our to? Our benchmark is actually United Way. I think United Way is the first organization that has this concept that to unite all the charity resources within one organization. And then that organization is responsible for helping relocating the donation or the resources that they have. Right, we right. We actually are always trying to learn from uh, United Way, which is uh, very, very successful. It has uh, chapters in all the cities in North America and in the world. So, yes. Yeah, and speaking of that, what kind of presence does stuff have across the U.S. and internationally? Although we are like only have one employee, but our board members are actually from uh, various cities across uh, United States and Canada. And also because the Taiwan Chamber of Commerce is our mother organization, our parent organization, so we do enjoy the broad network of Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce, which is actually a worldwide organization. So 
On the continental level, uh, we have almost 35 chapters in North America. On the global level, Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce has, I don't know, hundreds of chapters around the world. While we are small in a way, because of this connection, we do enjoy a very broad network. I noticed that you do a lot of work around the world. So I'm wondering, does this organization often find itself in the position of serving as a kind of ambassador or like a representative of Taiwan? Yes, definitely, because for the basic, like how we were established as the first place is because the members of Taiwanese of Chamber of Commerce want to do this. So in a way, we are representing the members of Taiwanese Chambers of Commerce, which represent a very a broad network of the overseas Taiwanese community. We often find ourselves like as ambassador of Taiwan. And also it's part of our goal because we want to do this. We want to have a, an organization that focuses on promoting the charitable causes or charitable works of overseas Taiwanese community. And by doing that, we want the world to know that the good heart and hospitality of uh, Taiwanese people around the world. It seems that you guys are quite successful with what you do, and I'm wondering what kind of advice would you have for individuals or other organizations who are trying to do fundraising? We are glad that we have this broad network of the TCCNA or Taiwan Chamber of Commerce, so we have a very broad audience. I guess our advice for other people is to get a very broad network or audience that uh, as much as possible. And the other kind of advice is that actually we always try uh, the best we can do, but uh, sometimes we fail uh, as well. But now we found that a very successful fundraising method is just to tell your stories. Just tell other people what you do. And if you have like a concrete numbers that can illustrate uh, your work and your achievement, uh, that will be more effective or effective for the potential donors. So I guess that's, yeah, that's the uh, advice that we can give. Great. Thanks for that. Um, over the years, what would you say has been one of Stuff's most major contribution or achievements? This year, we have like the biggest project we ever sponsored in the past few years. We <laughs> donated uh, $105,000 to help an organization called Cherish Uganda to establish a hospital called Hope Hospital there. And that's half the cost of the budget that it's required to establish the first phase of this hospital. And what uh, this wow. yeah, and what this hospital can help is that I think people all know that in Uganda and also in many other countries in Africa, there are a lot of children who are born with HIV AIDS, and mm-hmm. but unfortunately the basic medical needs cannot be met sometimes because of poverty or because of the government just is not stable over there. So really mm-hmm. a lot of NGO or MBO are trying to help leave all these problems for the children and also the community people uh, in Africa. And uh, what charity Uganda, uh, our partner, is trying to do is to establish a well-equipped hospital 
so that the children with HIV, AIDS, or uh, those underprivileged people in the rural area of Uganda can get their basic medical needs. Wow, that's great. And you said that you guys did this with half of what the budget was going to be, so you're below what your budget was expected to be? Constructing this hospital requires, I think, it's 210,000 U.S. dollars. And so that's why right. we are sponsoring them half of this uh, amount. Oh. And they have to, so who is uh, the many other, other people. They, oh, actually, this is one of the reasons we consider it's our most successful uh, achievement so far is because this project is actually initiated or organized by two young Taiwanese Americans. And they are oh. a couple, Peter and Carol, who live in Houston, and they are the sec- second mm-hmm. generation of Taiwanese Americans. And they always volunteer. Carol, uh, the wife, is the doctor, and she mm-hmm. and her husband always travel to Uganda and to take care of this kid. Uh, to provide like free clinic uh, service. And then uh, over the years, they feel that there's actually a very huge need to establish like a real hospital so that these people can be taken care of like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So that's why they begin to raise funds for this project. And they do it in cooperation with this organization called Cherish Uganda, but they are already the volunteers there. And how we knew this project is because the power of Taiwanese American community. So at the very beginning, they just begin do their fundraising like one by one. So just they just ask right. their friends, their family to spread out the, mm-hmm. the word, and mm-hmm. then they try to get some uh, media coverage so that uh, people know about this. I think that mm-hmm. in the beginning of 2013, and for some like wonderful uh, chances, we got to know these two wonderful young couple, and then we feel that this is a project that's very worth sponsoring. So uh, we just contact them and and tell them that uh, we are able to donate like half of what they need. So I think the other half is just raised by themselves and uh, oh, like accumulated by a small amount. I believe the self is the biggest sponsor for this project. Right. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. That's great. So looking ahead to 2014, what are some of the goals or projects that Stuff has planned? The project of Uganda Hope Hospital is definitely one thing because it is under construction right now. And we ask them to, because it's like far, far in Africa, and we ask them to submit the project report of the construction along the way. And Mm -hmm. it is expected Mm -hmm. to be completed in 2014, and we are really looking forward to it. And Absolutely. yeah, so this is the one major project that we are continuing to do in uh, the coming new year. And also, besides all this work that we we will carry on doing, this year we want to do like more promotion for ourselves because we feel like for the past few years, we've always just doing our work, but we are not promoting ourselves enough. So we want to get more people to know about us and to know what stuff is aiming for. And also, besides the promote more promotion, we also want to strategically do more global work. So part of the major mission of stuff is to help oversee Taiwanese communities 
So that's why in the past few years, by a major part of our projects, we sponsor are or are organized or uh, planned and carried out by overseas Taiwanese community. And from next year, 2014, we want to expand our scope to uh, sponsoring mm-hmm. more work that besides Taiwanese community. But it's still in it's still in the same direction of the mission because uh, what mm-hmm. we want to achieve is to show the world the good heart of Taiwanese. And uh, like you asked and I answered that our stuff is in a way representing Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce and also representing overseas Taiwanese. So no matter what right. kind of project that we sponsor, Taiwanese project or not, we're still helping Taiwanese to promote our images. So uh, from next right. year, we want to expand more our scope and to sponsor more types of projects. And it doesn't have to be those of the Taiwanese. Right. So how can people get involved with our support staff? The easiest way is to join our volunteer because, like, like I said, I'm the only staff, although we have a very strong board member support. But sometimes we're still under, like, under manpower. So we welcome, like, anyone to join us and to help much as we can. We need people to help us promote our image and also help people to organize fundraising events. And also we need a lot of work on marketing material, editing, graphic design, or English translation, something like that. So um, Mm -hmm. being a volunteer, of course, you recognize our mission and you want to be part of it. We always welcome any kind of donation, good donation or monetary donation is always welcome. Right. So how can people keep in touch and uh, find out more about stuff? Like, do you have a website, Facebook group? Our website address is stuffunited.org. It's S-T-U-S, United, U-N-I-T-E-D, dot O-R-G. When you visit our website, you can see a lot of information about stuff, and there is a contact form if you want to contact us and also a volunteer form if you want to join our volunteers. And also search us on Facebook with our full name, Stuff United Fund, and then join our fan page. Great. Are you guys on Twitter or any other social media? Yes, we have a Twitter account right now, but right now our main audience is people in their 50s or 60s, so Twitter is not the main uh, yeah. like, social media that they use. Right. But yes, right. We, we already have a Twitter account, which also can be accessed from our website. Uh, there's a Twitter icon, and then you just click it. It's just uh, right now right. it's not as updated as our Facebook page. Yeah, it's not, it's not as active, um, but you have it set mm-hmm. up. Great. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell people about? I think we're always trying to find more groups or more projects that's related to charity work that uh, we can sponsor. So we welcome anyone to provide any tips. So if you know that in your community there are a group of people or a nonprofit organization who they are doing very good work that helping uh, underprivileged people, and uh, if you want to have a chance to sponsor them, then just feel free to let us know. Great. Well, thank you so much for um, sharing 
all this information about stuff and what you do for them and you're such an important part of their work. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be on the show. Thank you for having us and thank you for giving us this opportunity. Great. Thank you everybody for listening. This is Felicia Lin with the Talking Taiwan podcast and I look forward to our conversation next time. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.